This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new values, and a new experience. Hello and welcome to Side B, episode 16 of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. This is our stripped back version of the podcast where we explore lesser known music by lesser known artists. We'll uh, take some tracks and we'll talk about them. And yeah, that's basically it. So yeah, uh, today we have with us Wayne. Say hello, Wayne. Hello, everybody. How are you, Wayne? You good? I'm very good, mate. Thanks. I'm glad you're good. It makes me happy glad to that be you back, are uh, good. Glad to be back yeah. for another B-side. Yes, it's yes, it's, it's, yes. It's, it might be. I think it's going to be a regular thing, so long as it doesn't stay as um, as, as da- well, not daunting, um, stressful as it's been. It's been more stressful than the the, the main show. It's but more yeah. stressful than trying to get somebody on the phone from California. <laughs> yes, it really is. And we also <laughs> have with us today, uh, Jay. Say hello, Jay. Hello, Jay. Are hey, you good, Jay? How are you, Jay? I'm very well, thank you. Are you okay? I'm, I'm, all, I'm all good. I'm all good. I am now that this is I'm working. Glad that you're good. I've just spent the past 45 minutes to an hour trying to get the sound right. So, yes. Yes. Do we need to explain yes. who Jay is? Yeah, J- Jay's. Jay. Thank you. So, yeah, he's just. One of the best introductions go, go, I've ever go, had in go my on, life. Ex- ex- go on, give him an introduction, Wayne. So, Jay is one of our friends. We, we met through. Um, well, Rich knows him, and we all met through being in a band together. And he's wanted to come on the podcast since we started the thing. And now we've got him on episode sixteen. Yeah. Side Thank B. you very much, guys. Yes, and hopefully, if the side B thing carries on, which I don't see why it wouldn't, in the new year, I'm hoping if Jay likes it, he will take on the um, the third member. The role. challenge. Take up the mantle. Take up the mantle. Be a man. And yeah. accept the challenge. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so without okay. further ado, we're going to move on to our first artist, which is Alpha Audio with their song Swear Lord. Alpha Audio is a multi genre hip hop, hardcore punk, rock, rock, funk band. They don't constrain to labels or one genre, but they have been compared to Rage Against the Machine, 311, Body Count, and many others. Formed in December 2017 and have already released an 8-track EP called We Live to Tell, a 4-track EP called Metamorphosis with a full length in the works featuring legendary MC Chino XL who I don't know but I'm consistently rocking shows and have a planned out tour of Canada and the US Affiliated with Bax War Global and Roland Banks, the drummer of Crazy Town, and Bang Grox Drummers, label Diamond UK Records, they are a four-piece band consisting of Joey Crim Z Crimson, Cipriano on vocals, Nelson Negron on the drums, Nate Negron on bass, and Steve March on the guitar. Uh, so yeah, this is their song, Swear Lord. I cannot see when my eyes have been gone. Living 
Okay, so that was Alpha Audio with Swear Lord. I'm gonna jump to Wayne first. What did you think, Wayne? Yeah, I like it. It's uh, it's reminiscent of um, a sound that's bygone. You know, um, it's probably 20 years old the sound that they're going for, but that doesn't mean I don't like it, and doesn't mean that it, I don't find it just appealing. You know. Um, I thought it was really well done. Um, I liked that it was stripped back a bit as well. It wasn't too overproduced where everything was done within an inch of its life. You know, the the guitar sounded a bit rough, um, but I loved that they sounded a bit rough. I liked that the vocal wasn't exactly where it should have been in the mix, but it all added to like um, a sort of garage band feel that I think they were going for. So yeah, I I really liked it. What do you reckon, Jay? Uh, I have to agree with Wayne. sparked up nostalgia for myself made me want to get my fitted cap on on backwards like Fred Durst and rock out can definitely see the uh, different influences from other bands you can hear a lot of Rage Against the Machine you can hear different genres in there I definitely heard punk towards the end of the song and um, I think because they do spark up nostalgia they're going to get people out rocking again and to those gigs and do well because of that um, I, I don't know about I don't know about I don't know if we've seen the end of that genre or not. I, I thought we'd seen the rock, end of that rock, genre. Hip, what would it? What would you call it? I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, rock, rock up. Rock um, up. That's it. Yeah. It's, yeah. If it's falling into the genre of like um, Rage Against the Machine, which is sort of the, the start of that movement, going through to like um, Linkin Park and um, Limp Biscuit. Then it's going to be new metal. Well, they did actually spark an interest in one that I used to have in a band that was quite similar. And I've actually been listening to songs of theirs because of listening to this, and that was Hollywood Undead. I'm not familiar with those, and I should be, but I'm not. I'm not. Into that was a very hip rock or rock hop. Yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah. The, there were so many bands of that genre that came out after Rage Against the Machine. I mean, Rage Against the Machine sort of led that. Um, yeah, led that genre. In, in, in a new direction you know I, I, I'm, I'm sure there's people out there screaming at their at their radios now saying oh no it was this band and it was this band yeah, to yeah. me it's Rage Against the Machine you know that's where that sound originated from and it's, it's a sound that's synonymous with them but that's not to say it didn't feel fresh to me you know I put it on and it was it, would, it was instantly something that piqued my interest and, and got me listening it was um the trouble is, I don't know how relevant they're going to be. That's my only downfall. Yeah, yeah. And, and just just so everybody knows, uh, I don't know how you guys do this, but I only listen to the song that's sent to me. I don't try and back it up with, you know, um, maybe tomorrow after we've recorded this, I'll go and listen to the rest of that EP, which is the Metamorphosis e- uh, EP. But yeah. until then, I only listen to this song because that's what they're sending us to listen to. That's what they're saying. Our band sounds like this, so I want to, you know, sort of focus on that. But yeah. It just sparked up nostalgia for myself and reminded me of Banda that I actually liked mm. previously and made me listen to that band again. And I think that's what it sparks that nostalgia, brings that memory back. And I think they're going to do well because of that and they can get their yeah, version so, of that, yeah. that music out there. Yeah. It was all right. It's all right. It uh, changes up a few times, I know, just throughout the song. The, st- the song that the. Uh, you listen to at the start wasn't the same song that ends off no it's very punky at the end I felt yeah um, I wasn't sure about the lead guitar in it it just sounded sporadic and random it didn't really fit with the song like for that. me mm. yeah um, it just sounded like a bit of fret wanking 
No, I see. You can't be a bit of fret wanking, though. I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming from their side of the tracks here. So I, I was in a, a four-piece band. Yeah. Uh, and I was the lead and rhythm guitarist. You were the fret wanker. Um, well, you've got to do both, Wind and you've got to think. You've got to think. You know, you need your drums and bass to hold up the song while you go off and do something else. Because when you start, you're playing. You know, the the integral part of it you're leading the song in and then you've got to come across and add some colour and yeah the transition from that's yeah. difficult and then going back yeah. to the rhythm so I know you're saying it's a bit sporadic I thought it was brilliantly done you know mm-hmm. and I know, okay. I know it's in I, I, bear in mind I went and watched some YouTube videos of this song of them doing this live and I know it's not brilliant quality what I watched but it was it was really well done live as well well I'd be interested to see it live because I noticed in the recording there was a lot of layering mm. so if you take away that layering, you'd come over as a different song live, yeah. I'd have thought. That's like I said, that's where your drums and bass need to come in, and they need to, to fill that void you're leaving. And as long as they do that, then you know the song won't dip anywhere. I've seen you know plenty of sign bands, um, big bands, who've got one guitarist, and when that guitar goes off and does something else, the song just seems to disappear in the background. Just, just Everything just slips away, and it loses its, its entire sort of balance. Um, but this, the, these guys seem to know what they were doing. And like, like we say, if you're search, surfing in nostalgia, it's always going to, you know, there's no reason why um, they couldn't have a career surfing a nostalgic wave off the back of other bands. Um, no, I think they'll, they'll sell yeah. lots of tickets for gigs because of that as yeah. well. I, I, yeah, I, well, there's not many people doing it now, and the the, 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 the big bands of, of, of old have, have all gone now, so... Yeah. If you want to go and listen to that genre of music, you're going to have to go and listen to bands like this because you can't go and listen to Limp yeah. Bizkit. You can't, plus, I don't know, are Rage Against the Machine still going? I don't, I no, um, the last time anything was heard of them, so Tom Morello and Serge Tankian went off and did, I think they did Prophets of Rage together. And as far as, they, they have come back for a couple of tours. Yeah, the Rage Against the Machine got to number one in the UK a few years ago now because people protested against the X Factor winner getting to number one, which was the norm every year. Yeah, they did. It was, yeah, I uh, remember that. It was quite interesting. It must have yeah. really pissed off Simon Calvin. <laughs> yeah. It was killing in the name of. Was, it was worth it just for that. It was the one with uh, Fuck You, I Won't Do What You Tell Me in the call. That's it, yeah, that was it. Brilliant, that was, yeah. Mm. It was good, that. <laughs> so, yes, all in all... Good song. I swear, Lord, gets a thumbs up from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah thumbs I up from me agreed. too. Yeah. Lovely. Love a bit of fret lovely. wanking. But with a bit of fret wank, fret, lovely. Fret, with a W <laughs> fret wanking. But uh, as Wayne's pointed out, I'm wrong and he's right. So, <laughs> so we'll move on to our next artists, who are the picked. Is it Pickud or Pickhead or picked? Picked? Picked Jacks? Picked. P I Q U E D. Picked Pick. Jacks. Picked. And. Peaked. <laughs> Peaked Jacks. I'm sure they'll tell me. They'll listen to this and they'll be able to tell, tell me if I'm right. Anyway. Peaked Jacks. Eternal Ride of a Sun... No, that's, 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 that's a film. Peaked Jacks. Eternal Ride of an Eternal Mind. The Peaked Jacks are a band of brothers... Eternal Ride of the Heartful Mind. Eternal what? Eternal Ride of the Heartful Mind. No, Eternal Mind. No, Heartful Mind. Either way, a very long song title. I've got Eternal Mind. Why have you got Heartful? (laughs) Because that's what it's called. (laughs) 
<laughs> really? Really. <laughs> okay. Right. So yeah. Okay. So the <laughs> the Peak Jacks are a band of brothers. Side note: good film. Who grew up together in the? No, it's not a film. It's a series, isn't it? Anyway, grew up together in the countryside of Bugano, Bugano, somewhere in Florence, Italy, with tenacity, riveting concerts, and a unique style of alt funk rock music. They made their way to Rome, Milan, London, Glasgow, Austin, and Los Angeles. On one of their early days, they broke and bent an audio jack. The double meaning of its upward angle was easy to see for the four young boys. Picked, peaked, means interested, but also stands for direct, spontaneous, visceral. So this is Peaked Jacks with their song, Eternal Roid of a Something Mind. Vice is my 
Okay, so that was Pig Jacks with Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. That's not the name of the song. It was a Eternal Ride of an... Oh, yeah, you must be right, Ray. <laughs> Pig Jacks with Eternal Ride of a Heartful Mind. What did you think, boys? First of all, listening to the song first time round didn't really grip me with the intro. And I didn't give it much of a listen. Second time round... The intro was quite long, wasn't it? It's quite long and quite boring, to be honest with you. But then as it got into it, I really enjoyed the song. Felt like it was a story almost, had a beginning, middle and end. And it was one of my favourites. After several listens, really enjoyed the song. It was my favourite, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I I thought that sounded a bit like the script. Yeah, there was a few bands that you could compare them to. I really, really enjoyed the song. And it's it's, um, very, not easy listening, shall we we say, because there's different parts of the song. Like you say, the intro is quite boring. Then towards the end, it gets quite heavy and... Like I say, it was like a story to me, beginning, middle, end, and it was just fantastic. Really enjoyed it. I think it needed that long intro, personally, because it built... Yes, it made sense, having to listen to the whole song, but to grip me... I think it twice to get it. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's very commercial. Mm. Yeah, Mm, brilliant production. Overproduced, maybe, I thought. Reminded me a bit of Suede. Do you know the band band Suede? Yes. Yeah. Mm, the chorus is <coughs> that, that chorus is something about that chorus the way it's done really immersive proper grabs your attention all of it yeah proper poppy really poppy one of those songs that you probably see on I don't know a celebrity get me out to be a big brother when the winner and it's going through the highlights and what have you it's like elbow sort of song very reminiscent oh, yeah. song it's yeah, I could see this yeah. dropping and doing well in the charts straight away, to be honest with you. I think it's very, like you said, it's very overproduced and they sound like a signed band almost. I think they probably are, mm. the amount that they've done. I haven't really looked into it, but I'm sure they've got some sort of record label behind them. They have. Have they? Yeah. You've done some research, have you, Wayne? I couldn't tell you who the, the record label is, but for what they've, for what I can see of them online, they've definitely got somebody behind them. Would that be an Italian record company that's behind I them seeing they're American yeah. they're American are they I think okay. so I think they, they originate are from Florence then yeah but I might be wrong there I'm sure mm. that'll put me right thoroughly <laughs> yeah, enjoyed it to be honest with you I, I can't stress enough how much I love this song I, I think it's absolutely fantastic this may be the best song we've been sent I think it, it's, it just gripped, gripped me from the very start you know as a, as a guitarist it's the sort of stuff I like because it's leading to something you know this song's going somewhere when you start a song like that you know it's going somewhere and then after about the 10th play of it I suddenly realised one of the things that I absolutely loved about it was when I played bass that was the bass line I'd have put in that song it's 100% mm. what I would have done it's it's simple but it's effective and it does the job in, in the verse it's just it's four notes and they just bounce up and down it just goes you know um from low to high and then back again and it just gripped me and then they get to the chorus and the chorus is just soaring and it's where it's it's where the song deserved to go and i'm glad that they they sort of took they they obviously took time with this because um it's 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 almost a work of art to me i just think it's i think it's fantastic that there's still music i've been being made to be honest um i've got in my notes here rich i've got it's like the script and I also put, it's got hints of Mike and the Mechanics in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it really anthemic as well. You know, if you if these guys were playing um, at a, you know, a show and they, they, they got a decent following or if they played a festival 
and this song had done really well, they wouldn't need to sing the chorus. The, the, the crowd would sing the chorus for him. It's that sort yeah, of song. Yeah, yeah, you can picture that kind of You know of. what I mean? It's right up there with, um, with Journey and, um, you know, Don't Stop Believing and even to the point with Bon Jovi and that sort of stuff, it's in there. You or know, with or without you, you too, yeah, stuff exactly. like that, yeah. I, I do wonder on this podcast if and when we're going to come across a band or group who's going to make it and we're going to see them on the TV and we can go, fucking hell, we, 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 had them for, we had them first. And I think this could be one of them bands, to be yeah. honest. Because like, it's not, this isn't just their... Their, this, their best song, I don't think. I think there's uh, some, some better songs on their, uh, in their repertoire, as it were. I, I just think it's brilliant. You know, it, it, it suits his voice. It's, it's the, the, the band have tailored that song around him and, and it just works. Uh, I mean, I loved it so much that I wrote the lyrics down to the chorus because I just uh, I wanted to know exactly what it was. So um, that, yeah, it just struck me. And I like, like you say, Jay, it's a journey. It's a full yeah, on, it's, it's a, a yeah, yeah, it's a full-on journey. It, it takes you somewhere. Did either of you watch the video to this? I didn't. Wasn't it um, a lyric video? No, no, no. The video that was in the link that we watched was a lyric video, I believe. Right. Okay. This, they have a full video for this, it's in the, the video is really good. So the video is um, this guy running around his house, and he jumps in his car and he drives through this forest, and it's really well shot. It's it's drone footage of the forest. It's not, you know crap at all it's, it's really well done and um then you, you you see this guy going into the woods and there's all lights and then he walks past some security guards and then he walks past um some more security guards and then you see it starts seeing these protesters and they're strapped to trees saying don't cut the trees down and all this and you think oh he's he's going to join them he's not he's going to back up his missus and there was some moments in the video that i really really liked so there's like a moment where he walks under the um the claws of this um, I'm assuming it's what they take the tree down with mm. uh, this heavy machinery and I just like the fact that he walks underneath them on the way to his missus I thought it was very symbolic you know he's willing to walk through like the jaws of death to get to her I just thought it was really it was really well done it suited the song really well as well I'll definitely have a look at that yeah it was, it was I really think good the more and more like I said I had to listen to it twice to actually get into the song but it's a song that I'm listening to nearly every day now yeah, I really so. enjoy it and I enjoy it more and more every time I listen to it. It has never once failed to change my mood since I listened to it. You know, no matter I what I'm listening to. I think it was St. Grey in the past episode who said uh, that she has to watch the video to her song because um, it helps her uh, understand the song better. And I think with this song, that video probably does that because of the. Um, obviously, when you've got songs with meaning, visualisation helps with that. Mm. This this yeah. is my favourite song this week by a by a country mile. To be honest, I like all. I mean, obviously, I'll pick this, the the playlist this time, but this song is the one I just. This is the one that's going on the playlist for definite. You know, this is definitely on the B side. This B-sides. one's uh, <coughs> this one's courtesy of our friend Emma Scott, believe yeah, it or not. Which was she um, sent these ones along to us. Which was a surprise to me when you said it, really, to be honest. Because um, uh, I don't know why it was a surprise to me. I just expected it, because um, obviously they, they don't sound English. You know, they sound like they're from, um, I, well, I'd, I'd have classed them as being American, if I'm honest. Mm. The, the way it mm. sounds, what you're telling where are they from, did you say? Florence, originally, but it seems, oh, right, that, okay. uh, I think they're in America now. It seems that Emma's got her fingers in a lot of pies. Very good. Uh, cool. Keep mm. fingering yes. those pies, Emma. Okay, well, mm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll move on to our next our next artist, which is 
QP and his song Television. And his bio states, this is not just another artist. Listen now. There honestly is no explanation to the level of witty verses this artist has. QP, quick and precise, that's what it stands for, which isn't a notch shy of the truth. He's as fast as he is clever. This is not your everyday hip-hop artist. This guy has skills. I'm wondering if he's wrote this himself. I, don't, I think he's employed somebody to do this. We'll, we'll digress. Yeah, I've got a feeling it might yeah, be his mum. <laughs> yeah, because he's still living in a basement from what I gather. <laughs> QP has also released a single on the globe, which is officially on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Last FM, iHeartRadio, and many others. He's got his websites and all his uh, Facebooks and everything, but we'll put all those in the show notes. So if you like his music, you'll be able to go and check him out. So this is QP with television. Camera Jones. You wouldn't understand my life if you was buried in it Couldn't comprehend my mind cause we are very different You could see me out of eye but wouldn't share my vision Still trying to get the picture right like a television You wouldn't understand my life if you was buried in it Couldn't comprehend my mind cause we are very different You could see me out of eye but wouldn't share my vision Still trying to get the picture right like a television I'll probably never will ever steal QP's hard as metal steel Treble drills let them build Clever steel forever Ill. In the field, I'm set to kill Somebody better prep the grill Coming in, I better grip the wheel Got them in stock, better check the bill I don't want a lot, just a couple meal Climbing on top like what's a hill Got them on lock, just shut myself Orange in my head, cause I must appeal Born to be rare, so adjust your feel Storms in the air with a gust of will Normally scared, but I clutch your skill Ignore every stare, cause I'm just too real Vivid descriptions isn't what's hitting, it's missing Coil pass, won't distribute shit to the engine Boy, I'm fast, I'm gonna spit this with precision Oil pants, split my life's a persistent collision Listen to this one, it'll have you twitching and kicking Boil rats, blister every hit that I'm dripping Spoil friends, this did now they wishing they didn't Oil fans, get it, this gets the war for the mission Wouldn't understand my life if you was buried in it Couldn't comprehend my mind cause we are very different You can see me out of eye but wouldn't share my vision Still trying to get the picture right like a television You wouldn't understand my life if you was buried in it in my mind cause we are very different You can see me out of eye but wouldn't share my vision Still trying to get the picture right like a television Get the picture right. 
ride like a television You wouldn't understand my life if you was buried in it Couldn't comprehend my mind cause we are very different You can see me out of eye but wouldn't share my vision Still trying to get the picture right like a television You wouldn't understand my life if you was buried in it Couldn't comprehend my mind cause we are very different You can see me out of eye but wouldn't share my vision Still trying to get the picture right like a television Television, television, television Okay, so that was QP with his song, Television. Um, I'm going to start by saying I thought this was very nice. It was a very current and contemporary piece of hip-hop. I enjoyed this because I get a lot of hip-hop. I think probably 50% of all the music I have to sift through is hip-hop. And everybody who can't sing has decided, well, I can talk over a beat. <laughs> And that's what I'm getting a lot of, just people talking over a beat. And I can't really do music, so what they do is they get the worst synthesizer you've ever fucking heard and they just put some shit together and then talk over that. But this, I thought, sounded very organic. That you, you, you didn't, Rather than using complete synth, it sounded like he had some proper sounds in there, some proper guitar, so, and maybe there's a bit of synth in there as well, but he, he mixed it up. It was nice, it worked. That's what that's what I thought anyway. Okay. And I mean, he, he, he could. I, th- I think maybe he did did use strings, but if he had uh, on, strings on, on on a synth, but I think you can judge. I think he's gone all out. I think you can judge a good synthesizer by its its actual string sounds. And because um, usually they just don't. That, no, but you this, don't think it's a sample then? I'm I'm, I'm not sure. If it, if it is synth, it's good synth. But yeah. Mm. So yeah, what did you think, James? It was probably my least favourite out of the five. To be honest with you, it was very samey. Uh, QP, standing for quick and precise, didn't really get that from the lyrics that he was saying and the wordplay. I found it very samey, to be honest with you. There was nothing different about it that stood out to me that made me want to keep listening to it. It was nice. Well, it's like, nostalgic? Nah. I, I found this boring because school. of... I thought it was quite old school. It was very old school, but off the back of Eminem, he's going to be compared to Eminem. There's nobody else to compare him to. Um, basically, there's been a lot of people try and do it, and it all sounds exactly the same. Why does he have to be... This is the thing. Why is he going to be compared to... Why, why do people have to compare people no, amongst people? I'm, why I'm, can't it be just him? I'm with Jay on that. He's going to be compared to, to Eminem for two reasons. A, he's a white rapper. Yep. B's rapping personal lyrics. So it's, it's an Eminem track. It's yeah. cleaning out my closet. Just toned down. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I like it better than most hip hop songs because I'm not a fan of all that. Oh, excessive use of the N word. We had a song sent to us a few weeks ago that was sent to me, and he said the N word eleven times in fourteen seconds. 11. No. What? Sorry. He said no fourteen times. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have heard him say that. I counted because I, I couldn't believe it. He said he said the N word eleven times in fourteen seconds. It was ridiculous. Surprisingly, he, this guy, whoever the hell he was, I've, he's gone from my memory now. But he's 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 not going to make the B side because it was excessive. There was no need for no, it. No, I've I have decided, and that this is to, for future people sending your works. We we don't accept the uh, the the N word. I mean, you can bleep it out if you like, but uh, no, mm. that's. I, if I, I can't say it, you can't say it. I uh, I really like the guitar at the start of this, and listening to it again, I've just realised why. It's got a bit of Emily Sande. Um, well, <coughs> this is why I'm thinking it has to be a sample. 
because I really like the guitar. Mm. Well, and it reminded me of something. I can't put my finger on it. I, I think it's got a reminiscent of "Read All About It" by uh, Emily Sunday. Mm. That's, that's what I'm sort of getting from it, listening to it this time. Also, I got the the melody from it. I got um, "Just a Dream" by Nelly. Remember that one? Yes. That one. I got sort of that coming through for me. It's not a bad thing. I, I you know, it's, a, it's an accessible song. That. Um, yeah, I picked it because it was out of my um, wheelhouse, and I thought I'll give it a go. You know, it's, it, that's what this this podcast is all about—is giving something a go that you wouldn't normally give a go. So, I quite like. Uh, there's two types of hip hop for me, and you've got them that just talk, and you've got this guy, and he's 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 not singing, but he's not just talking either. He's like. He's got a rhythm and a melody to his voice, all that. To his voice, yes. Even though he's not singing, he's not just talking either. And I think that's that's hard to achieve. I thought you got you got to commend him for that. I mean, it did it did work, and it worked well with the tune that he put together. I thought. Yeah, it does. It does work, and it was less offensive than the normal, because obviously hip hop's not my bag at all. Well, yeah, it sort of stuck out to me because it's got that, it's got something that, that drives it along. And like you say, the flow of his lyrics go, go really well. Quick and precise, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, maybe yeah. the wrong name, I felt the same. Um, I, I was hoping his name was going to be like... Poco. Well, I was hoping... Maybe Rhythm and Melody, R&M. I was hoping his name was going to be something like Quinton Prince or something like that. <laughs> but never mind. Yeah. You do your research, Wayne. Is this a signed artist? I don't do the research for the B-sides, mate. I, I do it for oh, the so, so does this fall into, into Richie's hands? Yeah, this is Richie's 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 no, baby. It's, it's, it's not it's not it's not none of us really. I mean, I like it. Wayne likes it. You don't, Jay. But the thing is, this show isn't really about us. It's about them, and uh, you know, this is for the the, the listeners to decide. Let the listeners mm-hmm. go away, listen to the music, check them out, and let them decide. We're just uh, we're just bringing forth their music for people, so you know, so people can discover yeah. them. Make their own decision. No, and them. you can't it's judge a, you can't judge a guy by his one song. You know, no. we've got one song. You might not like this song, but you might find another song of his that you think is absolutely fucking fantastic. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, it's a thumbs up from me on this one. Yeah, I like this one as well. But yes, people, check him out. Check him out, folks. Um, I'll leave all of his information in the show notes, of course. Yeah. So that was that was um, QP, and now we're moving on to SOS, which is uh, I don't know if she should, that's a, a band or and it's Sophie Batista Batiste, aka SOS. I don't know if she just calls herself SOS that, or that might be like Bat for Lashes and Little Boots. They call themselves something, but they are it's just their alter ego. It's their stage yeah. ego, like Florence and the Machine and um, oh Christ, uh, le, le, La something, what's the name? Le had, a, had a massive hit a few years ago. LaRue. LaRue, yeah, that's the one. I wanted yeah. to say LaRue, and I thought it was wrong. Yeah. Anyway, behind SOS is Sophie Batista, a 23-year-old Anglo-Maltese singer. Anglo-Maltese? Yeah, she's, from the, island, uh, yeah, she's from the island of Malta, uh, of Malteser. Malteser. Yeah, it's just it's just north of Scotland. It is so that's like she's just north of Scotland, Maltese. just below Snicker. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> she's from Malta originally. She's from Malta. Yeah. Okay, so she's a Maltese singer, songwriter, producer, and busker. She was originally born in Malta. There you go. And at the age of eighteen, the young songstress 
embraced her British roots and followed her love of music to the UK. By 2013, Sophie was awarded a scholarship at the Institute of Contemporary Music Performance in London, which enabled her to study and graduate with a first-class BA Honours in songwriting. This played a major role in Sophie's growth within the UK so far, and five years down the line, she regularly performs around the music circuit in London and plays many festivals across the country. On top of all that, Sophie works hard at self-funding her music through busking on the TFL network and loves that she's given the chance to meet new people in the unconventional way and bring some positivity into their day through her music. This, ladies and gentlemen, people of all ages, Sophie Batiste, a.k.a. SOS, with her song, Like a Flower. She planned to sing you a lullaby She planned to write you a song She thought there was no better God Twenty-two years old now she stood Grounded even when it shook The walls are caving, the floors are breaking Darkness praying on her
so that was SOS with Like a Flower or just Like a Flower? Like a Flower. Like a Flower, yeah. I was quite surprised by this one, to be honest, because um, a few of the pictures I've seen of her, she was uh, quite gothic looking. I was expecting some like death rock metal, slit your wrist type music, and um, it wasn't. Kind of says a lot for books and covers, doesn't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it started, it started off quite gentle, so it's quite gentle, and then um, built up, got, got quite theatrical with some classical elements I thought um, but it was it was done in such a way that it would work commercially where if you, you start getting all you know theatrical and classical it's, it's not really something people want to listen to but this she's done in obviously she knows her stuff she's you know she's studied and I like I, I did like it a lot I like this in fact I'll put this one equal to the um, the uh, what's it face picks peaked same between what? these it was between these two which one was my favourite to be honest with you between peaked and this song I really really enjoyed this song you can definitely see the UK influences she's very current I feel at the moment very underground urban um also you mentioned peaked you feel that in the future they could be a band that are out there doing well I feel that she will be also um, I can see this being remixed in different ways and I've, um, Wayne's not a big fan of it but I think a drum and bass remix garage remix would be fantastic I can also see her singing alongside MCs from Grime such as Skepta, Gig, stuff like that I think that'll work and that's her way of breaking into the market I've really really enjoyed it I think it's very current and also the video I enjoyed the video, I think it went very well with the track and it, <coughs> I just I really loved it it was, between, she, sorry, it was between sorry. It was between this and Peaked for my favourite track out of the five, definitely. She um, she definitely knows her shit. She um, she sent me an EPK, uh, EPK, and it's the best one I've had. Some people don't even send an EPK, and I think people need to realise that if you're sending your stuff to people like radio, uh, radio you know, the radio, or even people in podcasts or promoters, managers. If you send in an EPK, your EPK is kind of like your CV. And, uh, you know, some people might open up an EPK and think, I can't be asked to do a proper EPK. Can I just chime in here one second? So I've picked up some of the emails recently, some of the messages, and I just want to put this out there to anybody who's going to come to us. Do not, I repeat, do not send us a message that says, watcha when we're working. I will not respond. Nobody will respond. Because we don't care about you, you need to be. Watch out! Yeah, <laughs> we need to, you need to be professional with us, and we'll be professional with you. Yeah, I'm not responding to. Um, check this. I'm yeah. not. Or yo N-word, bro- motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, but yo, bro, or hey, fam. Uh, how about you check out this tune? I'm not gonna check out your tune. I've put. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. F- send me an EPK, or send me. You know, just. Send me some music with a bio, and I'll check it out. But you, you, know, you, you wouldn't go into a job interview like that. Exactly. I and mean, we're not saying we're a job interview, and we're not saying we're the most professional in the world. But We are. But we, we want <laughs> to be. If you're going to come with us about that, then I'm a 38-year-old man who likes tea. I'm not going to listen to your crap. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> so there you go. But yes, this EPK, it was absolutely spot on. Everything it, it's it's like the like the perfect CV. I just yeah, she really put some time and effort into it, and uh, it comes out in her work as well when you listen to her music. So yeah, everything about it, spot on. I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna go far. 
personally. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I was getting a lot of Scandi from her. A lot of, um, you know, Swedish and Norwegian. You're getting what? Scandi. Scandinavian. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Why did you just say that? Cause Watch your Scandi. <laughs> Scandi's a hit word. <laughs> No, be, it's not. I might be it is for a 38-year-old man who drinks tea. Exactly. <laughs> you've never heard the word, you've never heard the term Scandi Noir? No. And you've never heard somebody described as Scandi? No. Really? No. Christ. <laughs> so, I was getting, Carry on, Wayne. Carry I, was getting, on. I was getting Scandi from this. So, um, like Apparat, if you know who they are. No. Um, no. Uh, they do the lead track from the dark uh, from dark on netflix do you know that one no no right okay no dark, that, what's that then it's a tv series tv series on netflix yeah uh, or dark any good dark yes yeah, brilliant german time travel brilliant um okay i also got a bit of um lord oh is it the one where they're in the cave or lord lord sorry sorry yeah. sorry sorry is dark the one where the, about the cave about the cave yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. That's I fun- never, yeah okay. no it's fantastic that is very um, scandy. Very scandy. Very scandy. Um, she, she reminded me of Do times. the scandy leg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Sorry, wait. It is me thinking Jay's going to come in and be my saving grace. From, 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 <laughs> from Rich and Neil and all their wackiness. And their, they, it's just everybody team upon mine. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I apologise. Uh, Do carry wait. on. Uh, I thought she sounded a bit like the lead singer of the Cranberries. Um... Mm. God rest didn't make that, but definitely. Sounded, I thought she sounded nothing like the lead singer of the Cranberries. <laughs> just in terms of phrase, you know what I mean? That's that's what I mean. Um, there was times where I could just sort of pick bits. I know what you're saying, because she's got a very, you know, undeniably recognisable voice. She's got a more pure voice. I thought, yeah. uh, I think, uh, what's her face from the Cranberries was very uh, rough and... You know, as a piece of electro-pop, yeah. I, I like this sort of stuff. I really, I'm really into... You know, sort of dark electronica with a female vocal. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in love with Bat for Lashes. I bloody love them. Um, Little Boots going back as that as well. I love that sort of stuff. Like I say, Apparat. That sort of darkish electronica with a gentle vocal over the top really, really floats my boat. And this is right in my wheelhouse for that because it's fantastic. It's really well done. And it's, you know, it's, it's really quite dark. But it's got a it's got like a gentle vocal that's singing just like a flower, you know. It's 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 brilliant. Like you're saying, I, I mean, obviously I haven't I haven't seen uh, what she sent you, but uh, yeah, hopefully she'll go very far because uh, people like this uh, who are genuine artists they deserve to. Quite happy to have her as a guest in the future as well. In fact, uh, so yep. if she does listen to this and she is listening, um, there's an open offer to join us on the main show in the new year. Maybe. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Probably, probably be February now as, because uh, uh, January's as as all taken up. As long as she brings packs of Maltesers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, have you got so, social medias and all the rest of it? They'll be in the show. Yeah, she's got all yeah. of those. I can't yeah. read them out because they're in they're, they're just written out in links, but um, they will be posted and uh, everybody will be able to check out her social medias and a web page and all the other. Um, so yeah, all good. All good. Very good. So we'll. We'll bounce on to the next, and I think, is it the final artist? It is. It is, Mill's End. Mill's End, drinking is easy, living is hard. 2000, <coughs> excuse me, 2018 marks the 10th anniversary for Mill's End, and to say what a long, strange trip it's been would be quite an understatement. 
founded in 2008 by singer-guitarist Jeff Bump, the band took its name from a now-defunct temp coffeehouse with the intention of bringing honest raw rock and roll back to the Phoenix music scene. So I'm from Phoenix. Mm. In the tradition, tradition of classic bands like Black Crows, Rolling Stones and Pearl Jam... Good night, Pearl Jam. The resume is impressive. A song featured in a com- campaign for the local light rail. Con- concert appearances all over the state and southwest, opening spots for national acts like Roger Cloyne and the Pace- Peacemakers, Cowboy Mouth, and Ace Freely of Kiss. Ace Freely, yeah. The guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mills End has logged appearances at the Side Pony Music Festival and the Arizona Coyotes Whiteout Playoff Event. Whatever that is. The Arizona Coyotes Whiteout Playoff Event. It's a sports event. It's a sports event. Oh, is it? I don't have no idea. Arizona Coyotes. I am typically British, Wayne. (laughs) What is this sporting event? Explain. (laughs) Arizona Coyotes are going to be, I'm guessing, because it's Arizona. I'm guessing yeah. they're an American football team, or if you're in America, football team. And I'm guessing they're a whiteout. <laughs> Did you say playoff? Playoff event? Yeah, that'd be... Whiteout playoff mm, event? Probably talking about 60,000, 70,000 people. Something no. like that. Yeah. You so. don't know what you're talking about, those five. The band has <laughs> even been on a top ten request list on Australian internet radio. The 2018 lineup features Jeff on vocals. Slash rhythm guitar, Jeff Butzine on bass, Mike Eke Eckert on drums, and newest member Alan Clark on lead guitar slash vocals. Each member continues the tradition of the high energy concert experience for the audience. In 2018, ME has plans to continue what it has always done, play lots of raucous shows and continue writing, recording their special band of real and authentic rock and roll. So, this is Mills End and this is Drinking Is Easy, Living Is Hard.
Okay, so that was Mill's End with Drinking is Easy, Living is Hard. It's a traditional American country rock. Uh, traditional American country with rock elements, let's say. Um, not very big over here, I don't think, that kind of music. I don't know why, though. I think you you, uh, you know that Nathaniel Ratcliffe, Jay? Which one's that, mate? You know, SOB, Son of a Bitch. Yeah, oh, Son of a Bitch, give me yeah. a drink. Yeah, I see, I enjoyed that. Like, the I think uplifting. Like that bringing that back in. Yeah, like, yeah, but you yeah. see this, you see this song. Have you both seen the film Ted? Have you seen the film? There have you, you both seen the film Ted? Yes. Yes. And there's a scene in that where they're at a house party and Flash Gordon's there, and they end up doing drugs, and then Ted decides to sing a song, and he's it's the Pearl Jam song, I think, and he's basically ripping into it, saying that all '90s rock songs in America, like this one, which it reminds me of. It's just vowels, and it's just singing it, and that's all it sounded like to me. <laughs> you know, it's the worst thing about it. It's absolutely true. <laughs> that's that's yeah. just what it reminded me of, and I think the How title of the song was what you again? You chose this song, Wayne. That's, no, no, I'm just I'm just saying nineties nineties <laughs> indie rock does sound like that from America. Yeah. <laughs> but the what was the title of the song again? Drinking Living is easy. Is I think I'd have to be drunk to enjoy this one. Okay, now. Don't mention words there, Jay. You're good for it, son. No, I'm. Yeah, my mum told me if you've got nothing nice to say, then you'll be fucking quiet all your life. So I'll just blast it out, son. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this is going to be his only appearance, obviously, for the listeners. I <laughs> 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 um, see. I, I I really liked elements of the song. Uh, I like when the gospel type. Do we just not the... tag the? Do you just not tag the 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 bad the? If we give a bad review, should we just just not tag them in it? And now what we do is, Rich, we tag them in it, and then we also tag Jay and say he's the bloke you want. So I'll get all the hate mail, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought we chose these songs because we liked them. I like this one. I like this one as well. It's um, it's very. It reminds me of Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Bond. And it also reminds me of this guy called Terry Reed, who was on the Days of Thunder soundtrack. Um, well, he, I think he did uh, "Give Me Some Loving." It was on there, and a few other tracks. It's sort of like that, yeah. It's give the give me all your loving, all your hopes and kisses, oh, yeah, too. And kisses too. Not that song. Hey, I owe you. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what this reminds me of. Yeah, it's, and you've yeah. really but got I, not much to say, do you, Wayne? I, I you know what? It also it. it feels quite evangelistic to me but when I first heard it without properly listening to it and, and knowing what the lyrics were about I sort of thought it was a bit religious a bit you know gospel gospel rock sort of thing you know mid, mid America and then um, given you know reading the title of the song living is easy drinking uh, sorry drinking is hard whatever it was drinking is easy living is hard but yes it's definitely not a religious song but yeah, yeah. that's sort of what I got from it because the way that um the the girl gospelly vocal comes in at the end. I love that bit, you know, where she comes in and sings the. Um, I mean, I obviously just employed her to come in and do that, but I thought she was brilliant doing that. You know, um, if they're cool. on a if they're on a little, you know, sort of country festival and they came on and I'd had a couple of jars, fantastic. Exactly that. that. I don't think I got across what I meant to in the right way. And <laughs> said I dislike the song, but I'd have to have a few jars putting it differently. To enjoy it more. And I don't I think, think it's one of them songs that you'd enjoy better live because of the, the atmosphere and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the en- and the energy and yeah, yeah. absolutely. But yeah. Again, you've got to remember this is this is across the seas. This is 
we're not tailored to this type of music. No, we're really not. You know, and I really love. I I think to to those people that do like this style of music, it's absolutely going to speak to them. Again, it's like the first song where it sparks nostalgia, and you're going to get that crowd following you, and they're going to love this, and that's who it's aimed at. I think I, I can guarantee wherever they play, they go down the storm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have thought so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've been doing ten years, so they must be. You know, I like them anyway. I'd, 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 I'd mind seeing them live. Yeah. So if you got so, some yeah, tickets and, and going, it's all Mills for, End. You know. And listeners, don't forget, it doesn't matter what we think. It's what you think that counts. Ta- check them out. Have a listen. Find their albums out. Whatever. Check them out on Spotify and all them places. We'll leave all the the shit in the um in the show notes for you to check out. But yeah, oh yeah, I don't, don't, don't really have much else to say about it. No, or, or it. anything else, because that's the end of the show, pretty much. I did enjoy all five songs this week. Um, you know, to, to lesser and varying degrees, but they're all um, decent and well mm, produced. Well, so. well produced, well put together songs, definitely. Yeah. I mean, every I haven't week. had to listen to some of the stuff that you guys have over the past couple I'll, of weeks, I'll but I can't say that there was a bad song amongst these five, really. I'll send you a link we had sent to us a couple of days ago. And <laughs> okay. Honestly, if it, if it doesn't make you smile, then you're dead inside. So, <laughs> <laughs> so well, we've reached the end of the show. Uh, this has been episode 16, uh, Side B. Uh, f- please check out all the songs that, that we've uh, that we've mentioned on, on this episode. I'll just run back through them again so you, uh, so you don't have to go looking through it. So it's Alpha Audio with Swearlord. Uh, Pig Jacks with Eternal Ride of the Heartful Mind uh, Television by QP Turning the page uh, Drinking is Easy, Living is Hard by Mills End and Like a Flower by SOS uh, Please give them a check out because they are absolutely fantastic uh, You know, Thanks to the bands for sending us this music as well You know, We love receiving stuff Not all stuff, I'll be honest but <laughs> we do love receiving all this stuff and having correspondence um, Please get in touch as well Let us know what you think um, We'd love to hear from you all uh, you can find us on all the social media platforms and you can find this podcast pretty much bloody everywhere, to be honest. Um, the, the big three, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on YouTube as well. So, on our next episode, which will be episode 17, Side A, we have all our usual goodies, the head-to-head, the hidden masterpiece, guilty pleasure, world challenges, and our very special guest, who is uh, country superstar, Jessica Muse. Um, that's all that's left to say, really, isn't it? That's, uh, so it's going to be a goodbye from me, Wayne. And it's goodbye from me, Richie. And it's goodbye from them. See you later. Thank you very much for having me, fellas. No worries. Sophie Batiste, a.k.a. SOS, with her song... What the fuck is the song? Like a flower. I did not put that down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All that's left to say really is uh, on our next episode, which is episode 17, side A, we have our very special guest. Who do we have, Rich? Um, We have St. Grey and Goes of Good Speed. Do we? Yeah. No, we don't. We have Jessica Muse. Yes. On episode, uh, our next episode is episode 17, side A, which, are, which features our special guest. Who is our special guest on the next episode, Rich? Have it.
Sabe? Sorry, Abyss. <laughs> Abyss. <laughs> Abyss just went... <laughs> Abyss just walked through the door. So our next episode will be episode 17, Side A, and it features a very special guest. Who do we have on the show, Ridge? Uh, Shane Gray and... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> So, on our next episode, which is episode 17, Side A, we have our very special guest, Jessica Muse. Uh, she's a country star from America. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he just laughed all over it. He realised what I'd done. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was waiting to have to say something and you just carried on. Yeah, it was just easier. He's given you three chances, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. But to be fair, I did. I did, I did yeah. <laughs>